Good morning, everyone. It's another great day, and I'm bringing you the word of God. And I know you're you're ready, and I know you're tuned in, and I know, and I know your heart is set to receive the word of God this morning. You see, it's very very important that we we maintain our devotions. You see, spiritual growth is hinged upon our daily deliberate focus on the things of God in prayer, in reading the word, in studying it, in meditating upon it, in, in evangelism, in, in ministering the things of the Spirit, praise God, in, in walking in the Spirit, praise God. So every day we give ourselves to these, what we are doing is that we are actually laying, we are laying blocks, we are laying blocks, building blocks, you see, we are, we are gaining we are gaining um, in maturity in the Lord. And this is very, very important. We shouldn't be people that break our devotions. You, you, you see, and, and that is why commitment, commitment, commitment is a virtue that we as Christians must actually have. We must push very, very deliberately from it. We ought to be committed in the things that we do. You see, you, you look at it this way. You see, we, 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 we will find ourselves so much committed with secular affairs. You're committed in your job. You're committed to coming early to work. You're committed to, to, to delivering your work the way your boss will have it. You're committed to your to your business. You're committed to opening early. You're committed to taking um taking um an inventory as when due. You're so just you're just so committed. You're committed to your kids, you're committed to your spouse. But then when it comes to the things of God, we begin to break our devotions. We begin to postpone our devotions. You see, at the end of the day, what matters most is that which matters to the Lord. Praise God. I just thought I should add money someone this morning. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. First Thessalonians 4, 13. Um, um, yesterday we, we, we looked at much assurance, much assurance, and um, I still feel I should actually um, push it much more, push it much more. Praise God. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, remember this was the gospel. This is the gospel that Paul preached to them in chapter 1 that came with much assurance, praise God. Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Christ. So Paul was reassuring them of that which he preached to them in the beginning, praise God, forevermore. So, one question came, came up to me was, could it be that they lost sight of their redemption? They lost sight of um, the authority of their, of, of their salvation? Remember, these people, they have been going through a lot. Persecutions, you see, oppressions, oppositions. Probably, some of them have been killed along the line. Yes, they have been killed along the line. 
hence their sorrowing. So Paul was exhorting them. He was exhorting them. It, it, was, it, was, it was a call to remembrance. A call to remembrance. Remembering, remembering what they believed. Remembering what they believed. Paul was not preaching a message. It wasn't a message he was preaching. He was bringing to their, to, to their mind the truth of God's salvation, which they already know. There is repetition. Repetition depicts conviction. And that is why it is important that we engage these in the body of Christ. We engage these in our local churches. And we as believers, we shouldn't be tired of hearing something we know over and over again. That is how we deepen our conviction concerning those things that we are hearing over and over again. Praise God forevermore. So he was bringing to their mind the truth of God's salvation, which they knew. That was what they believed. So he was telling them not to be uninformed, not to be without understanding, not to be ignorant concerning believers who have fallen asleep, lest they sorrow as those who have no hope. Paul was not against them sorrowing. It is how they are sorrowing. He said, lest they sorrow as those who have no hope. So there is a way you can you would sorrow and it will reflect that you believe that this person will not be seen again. We are not those who do not have hope. We have hope. Glory to God. We have hope. We have hope. And this, and, and this was one of the things that Paul commended them for. Their patience of hope. How did they lose it? How did they just forget it? They were going through tough times. They were going through tough times. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. They were going through tough times. So Paul had to actually reassure them. He had to exhort them. Hallelujah. Paul wasn't against their sorrowing. They can't be rejoicing when they lose their, their, their brothers and sisters in Christ, when they lose their loved ones. Paul was simply telling them to keep in mind that if they believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those of their brothers and, and sisters who are sleeping in Jesus. To sleep in Christ is to die as a believer. Glory to God. To sleep in Christ is to die as a believer. So these dead saints will rise again. Paul was assuring them. They will rise again. It's okay to sorrow with those sorrowing. Commiserate, commiserate with them. However, let it not be as those who have no hope. Your comfort to them should be that they would unfailingly see their loved ones again. Oh, glory to God. Because for the believer, death is not the end. So Paul was assuring them that death is not the end. Death is not the end. So the believer must not be ignorant of this. Listen to me. A believer, a believer should not die 
and you are you are you are saying who knows where he is going to and that is why when a believer dies we say he has got to be with the lord that is an accurate an accurate rendering of the state of the believer in death he has got to be with the lord and if he has got to be with the lord when the lord appears when the lord returns he's going to appear also so for our loved ones who have died we have hope that we shall see them again this is the comfort of the gospel this is the this is the this is the comfort of the gospel praise god so we shouldn't sorrow like those who do not have hope like death is the end death is not the end for the believer death is not the end for the believer there is life to come oh glory to god there is a hope that we are looking forward to and that hope is assured that hope is assured that hope is a blessed one that hope is unfailing praise god so paul was assuring them because this gospel came to them with much assurance did they lose that assurance the things that were going that they were going through they didn't did make them begin to actually question the potency of the gospel and here comes paul encouraging them assuring them bringing their mind back to that which they believed which they held so much unto which they received with joy in their spirits and at the end of the admonition he said we comfort one another with this praise god forevermore and i know this also brings hope to you you may have lost a loved ones a loved one who 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 was a believer the good news is that you're going to see that one again because death is not the end because people have lost their loved ones and they fell into depression they began to lose themselves that is how to sorrow like those who have no hope a believer shouldn't sorrow that way no a believer shouldn't sorrow that way we sorrow like those who have hope and truth to be told we have hope the gospel brought us this hope it is this that jesus died for us he died and he rose again in that same manner god is going to bring with him those who are asleep in him praise god and those who are alive will also put on their immortal bodies all to the praise of his name forevermore amen and i know you are blessed and i'm praying for you that your assurance of your salvation will not waver you may be going through difficult times and it seems to actually destabilize your conviction and pray for you that this word you're hearing will birth conviction again it will deepen your conviction it will steady your hearts and your walk will be orderly your walk will be in line with 
truth of God's word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God has blessed you. And it is still me, Pastor Chooks, Pastor the Lighthouse Mission. Keep sharing, keep following, keep listening, and you have a great day.